Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with Robin Riddle, the star of the show. Robin, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am pumped about today's topic because it is one that I know all of you are concerned about. And our topic today is insulin resistance. So, Robin, I'm going to ask you to explain this. So, insulin resistance. The first thing you need to know is what's insulin? So insulin is a hormone that's made by the pancreas that goes out into the body and deals with the the glucose that's in your blood. Helps that glucose be picked up by fat cells, muscle cells, liver cells to be used for energy. Okay. So in an insulin resistant situation, the cells are becoming resistant to the amount of insulin that's out there. So your pancreas is pushing out more and more and more insulin to achieve the same effect. <clears throat> Long term, this is going to lead to type 2 diabetes. It can start to cause kidney damage, blood pressure issues, things like that. Um, but it can take a really, really long time to get to that point. It, but way before you get to the diabetic point, insulin resistance is going to cause issues like increased appetite. So patients will start to, to overeat. And so then you start gaining weight because insulin loves fat. So insulin will create all these fat cells. And this is where you start to see weight gain, especially around the midsection. Um, weight gain that's really difficult to lose. So when patients come in and tell me that they yo-yo and weight a lot, they can do a crash diet and they lose it and then they put it right back on. Or they can look at food wrong and gain weight, but nothing helps them lose it. First thing I'm thinking is insulin resistance. Um, and going to your regular doctor, they're going to look at things like a glucose level and an A1C level. But nine times out of 10, they're not looking at your insulin level. Very different. So what I'm thinking is, as you're talking about insulin resistance, it seems like like, how would I know if I'm insulin resistant? Because I know, you know, Dr. Rogers has talked a lot about how he's insulin resistant to yeah. a degree, but you would never think it. Like, how do you know besides some of these just unexpected weight gain? Well, and so some very thin fit people can be insulin resistant as right. well. Um, so you can definitely feel like blood sugar crashes after a meal. Um, fatigue is a big one. Inflammation will come on. But the best way to know is to have it tested. Um, so we draw fasting insulin levels. Sometimes we'll have somebody eat and we'll draw an insulin level two hours after to see how their body how much insulin they're releasing in response to a meal um, but fasting insulin level is the way to go with this if we see an elevation in that I don't care if your a1c which is the three-month average of blood sugars I don't care if it's perfect I don't care if your fasting glucose level is perfect you have an issue and so that's the patients that I, I see go unaddressed for years and years and years. Because all the other numbers look fine. Exactly. And so they'll be overweight and they'll say, you know, my doctor tells me that I'm fine. I'm not a diabetic. I don't know why I can't lose weight. I don't know all of the symptoms, um, but their other numbers are fine. You pull an insulin level and it's out the roof. And that's just their body still trying to compensate for them. So where do I want my insulin level? And wh like, where's like a, you know, should perk my ears up a bit? A perfect fasting insulin level is less than three. Okay. meaning you haven't eaten anything, so your body's not pumping any out. I like to see it at least under 10 fasting. Anything over that, we're having a conversation about insulin resistance. Um, anything 20s, 30s, 40s, absolutely, we're talking about we need to start some interventions here. 
And real quick, because I know we're running out of time, what are some things that people can do if they suspect they might be insulin resistant? So the number one thing with insulin resistance is absolutely diet. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's why insulin resistance is on the rise in America because of the way that we tend to eat. So the high carb, high sugar, you know, the refined foods, processed foods, all of that definitely contributes to insulin resistance. Okay. So we hear Dr. Rogers talk all the time about intermittent fasting and low carb. That's actually really good for helping insulin resistance. You're giving your body a break by doing the intermittent fasting and we're taking away those carbohydrates and sugars that are stimulating more of an insulin release. Um, but then beyond that, we have a lot of different ways with different medications that we can intervene. So we have natural supplements that help. We have prescriptions that can help. Um, there's another podcast about it, but our Wagovi is our new weight loss drug that also helps to address that insulin resistance. And so we kind of kill two birds with one stone there. Well, Robin, you have explained insulin resistance. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. Guys, if you want to check out that video on Wegovi, you can check that on our YouTube channel. It'll be linked in the comments below, or not in the comments. It'll be linked in the description. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Explain This. Robin, I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Sounds great. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.